Good morning. This is Long Island Morning Edition on 88.3 WLIW-FM. I'm Michael Mackey. A canceled shipment of trees amid a nationwide shortage of the holiday staple has forced a popular North Fork Christmas tree farm to close for the season, its owner said Wednesday. Joe Shipman said he had planned to open a shamrock Christmas tree farm in Mattituck on November 24th until he learned Tuesday that a wholesale supplier in Pennsylvania canceled a trayload of 800 acres that Shamrock planned to sell along with those trees grown at the farm. Right up until yesterday, we were promised one trayload of trees, but we found out we're not getting any. There is a shortfall, Shipman said. Shipman's plight as the 2023 holiday season beckons is shared by other Christmas tree sellers nationwide. John Asbury reports on Newsday.com that retailers and industry experts have cited a number of factors to explain a limited supply of trees across the country since 2016, including fewer trees planted 8 to 10 years ago because of an economic downturn. The growth cycle of a typical Christmas tree from seedling to being sellable is about 8 to 10 years, according to those in the industry. Shipman said other factors, including the Canadian wildfires, from which smoke drifted south and damaged or killed trees grown on farms, have forced some wholesalers to limit shipment of Christmas trees or not accept new customers. At Santa's Christmas tree farm in nearby Kutchog, Tony Sinning said they work closely with Shipman and are bracing for the potential overflow of customers over the next several weeks. She said they don't plan to raise prices because of limited supply. Several areas on the East End were among the Long Island locations making the cut for the 100 priciest zip codes in the United States in 2023, according to a recent report from a real estate marketplace website that charts the industry. Tiffany Cusack-Smith reports on Newsday.com that a zip code that includes Sagaponic 11962 and addresses with a median list price of $5.9 million came in third place, behind two in California's Beverly Hills and Atherton, a small town in the state Silicon Valley, said the report by Realty Hop. The two California zip codes had median housing prices of more than $6 million. Altogether, nearly 80% of the 100 most expensive zip codes were located in California and New York, according to the report, which used more than 3 million sale listings from its database from January 1st to October 15th to compile the list. The list continues. Sagaponic number three. Watermill is number five. Bridgehampton, number 16 on the list. Amagansett, 26. Quag, 30. The annual Southampton Village Veterans Day ceremony will be this coming Saturday. That's tomorrow morning at 11 a.m. in Agawam Park. Then on Sunday, November 12th, at 3 p.m. in Agawam Park, the British are coming. On Sunday, November 12th at 3 p.m. in Agawam Park, Southampton Village, a British Army veteran and a Royal Air Force veteran from Southampton, England, will present two wreaths in honor of American service men and women. Southampton, New York, will be linked with our sister city, Southampton, England. It will be a special event with presentations by both sides of the Atlantic, bagpipers, and the Southampton High School Chorus. 
this Sunday at 3 p.m. in Agawam Park, Southampton, USA. Denise Civiletti reports on RiverheadLocal.com that the Riverhead Combined Veterans Committee will host its annual Veterans Day ceremony Saturday morning at 11 a.m. by the War Memorial Monument on the corner of West Main and Court Streets in Riverhead. The Granite Monument was dedicated in 1920 to the nearly 300 Riverhead men who fought in World War I and the nine who made the ultimate sacrifice. Veterans Day ceremonies tomorrow at Calverton National Cemetery start at 1 p.m. Ceremonies in Calverton are in the assembly area. The artist Eric Fischel was honored with the Sag Harbor Partnerships Community Service Award at a dinner held Sunday evening at Barron's Cove in Sag Harbor. You are an amazing, quiet, behind-the-scenes soul who makes it all happen, said Jane Young, co-president of the partnership, as her fellow co-president, Susan Mead, presented him the award. Young praised Fischl for his role in saving the Sag Harbor Cinema, which was in danger of being closed after it was badly damaged by fire in December 2016, and for the establishment of the church, an art center in the former First Methodist Church on Madison Street, which helped strengthen Sag Harbor Village's reputation as an artistic hub. Stephen J. Coates reports on 27East.com that Fischl also was honored with a proclamation from the Southampton Town Board, which Councilman Tommy John Schiavone read to the gathering. The proclamation described Fischl as a world-renowned artist, thoughtful teacher, a good neighbor and humble leader who has made extraordinary and constant efforts to honor Sag Harbor's history and helping to foster a healthy future for the village. Fischl's $1 million gift jump-started the effort to buy the burnt-out Sag Harbor Cinema and save it. One of the things I really believe in is money means nothing if you can't turn it into love, said Fischl. He added that he was happy to live in a community of really interesting people doing really interesting things. It's a privilege, he said. I'm just thrilled that I can be a part of it in any way I can. That's artist Eric Fischl of Sag Harbor. A New York State Supreme Court justice yesterday voided a 99-year lease agreement that would allow Las Vegas Sands to develop a $4 billion casino project on the Nassau Coliseum property. Candice Ferret and Scott Idler report on Newsday.com that Hofstra University sued Nassau County in April, alleging the County Planning Commission violated the state's open meetings law because it had not properly notified the public of a meeting to consider the lease. It was not immediately clear on Thursday what effect the court's decision would have on Sands' proposal for a competitive state gaming license or on a project Sands and county officials have touted as a revitalization of the Nassau Hub property in Uniondale. The 72-acre site is the largest tract of undeveloped county property in Nassau. Sands, based in Las Vegas, announced in January it had negotiated a deal to take over the Coliseum lease from Nassau Live Center LLC as part of its bid for the state gaming license. The license allows for Vegas-style casino gambling, including traditional table games like poker and blackjack. 
An unusual kind of shoreline is taking root where failed bulkheads once lined Patchogue's shorefront park off the Great South Bay. Nicholas Bankler reports on Newsday.com that shallow basins crowded with milkweed and blooming goldenrod capture stormwater running down from upland, capturing sediment and pollutants before the water drains into the bay. Beyond the basins is a strip of salt marsh, sparse now but expected to thicken over the next year, providing habitat to birds and a natural shock absorber for waves in a severe storm. Protecting it all within what is known as a living shoreline is a low sill of massive stones parallel to the shoreline and partially submerged in the water, providing a first line of defense against waves and a home for marine life in its crannies. Shorefront, designed by VHB Engineering and finished in September, is one of the newest and biggest projects executing a strategy that has been used for decades to stabilize shorelines along the Chesapeake Bay, the Gulf States, Australia, and Europe. Living shorelines use natural elements alone or in combination with structural components. There are at least 12 such shoreline projects in New York State. Besides Patchogue on Long Island, they include public projects in Riverhead, Southold, and the Shinnecock Nation. East Hampton officials plan at least two in Montauk. A shoreline built to protect eight properties on Dune Road in West Hampton Beach is likely the first private project on Long Island. This has been Long Island Local News on Long Island's only NPR station, WLIW-FM. I'm Michael Mackey.